When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The smartest guys around are about to break it down like they've won the game a million times. Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all. Survivor, no way to Right, the Survivor know-it-alls. Where else would you rather be right now than uh, talking Survivor with the Survivor know-it-alls? Steven. Wow. 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 What an episode. What a move. What, what a, a night. Yeah. What a night. Oh, what a night. Steven, and really, it's a night like this that keeps so many people Coming back to Survivor, here we are 22 years into this thing. And when you get a night like this, yeah, I think it reminds people why they come back Wednesday after Wednesday through the Shipwheel Islands, <laughs> through the analogy-filled tribal councils, through everything that they try to do to make you not interested. That then you have a night like this. Yeah. With in spite of everything, it's so great. A yeah. incredible, beautiful yeah. blindside happens oh and we gosh. get to talk about it. One of the great moves. I mean, I, I treated that I think Jesse is playing one of the great survivor games of all time. I truly believe that. And I'm happy to discuss further. But this move tonight, I mean, that is up there among the most stone cold impossibly tough, big move blind sides in the show's history. And I think that has to be pretty unimpeachable. You can debate whether or not Jesse's like one of the great players. This move is up there among the most stone cold blind sides ever. Yeah. He, well, he took his friend's idol, his BFF's idol, who he's been with since the very beginning, you know, the, the Kim and Chelsea of this season, the Dom and Wendell, you know, whatever other great duos you want to compare them to. He took his friend's idol and 
blindsided him with the idol. I mean, use the idol. But and he, the other thing is like, he didn't even have to play the idol. No. Like, he just played the idol, A, to make sure that his friend couldn't, and B, like to show everybody like, yeah. that he was in control of this. Like mm-hmm. that's what trade. He didn't save himself. I mean, he probably guessed that Owen was not going home. He probably knew. I mean, yeah. I would have put well, it on myself. Like that's itself. That's so, crazy. Like that even small part of it is crazy. Like that he didn't play it on himself. So that Stephen, the playing the idol of there in that spot, uh, like that was kind of integral to the plan in that it was the fuse that set off Carla saying Carla, like, right, oh, that's right. something is off here. I need to play my idol and so you're right, you're right. to get Carla to burn her idol. I mean, this was the yeah. plan that uh, he, and and then to have Carla voting the wrong way as well. This is what he was trying to do at the last tribal council right. uh, and ultimately is able to pull it off here. Uh, it was, you know, chef's kiss. But he didn't play it on himself. Like if that's like if you're at the final five on Survivor. To be that certain that you know it's not you. I mean, that is, that's very bold. Like the final five, he knows he's safe at the final four. I'm sorry, his final six knows he's safe with the final five. To be that bold to not play that idol on yourself and trigger Carla, I guess because he knew Carla was voting for Owen, he had to play it on Owen. So Carla had like, because uh, uh? if he just played it on himself, yeah, then Carla, Carla cast a vote for sorry, Owen. Still processing, still processing here. If he played it on himself, then Carla might be like, okay, whatever. But he played it on Owen, who Carla voted for, Basically, Carla has to play her idol at that point. Mm-hmm. So he then set up Carla to vote for Owen, set up everybody else to vote for Jesse. I'm sorry, for, for, for Cody. Played the idol on Owen to force Carla to play her idol. I mean, truly, truly want to. And in the process, blindsided his best buddy, who he thought was going to beat him in the finals. His best buddy, who this was probably the last time to beat him, right? Because he had an idol at five. He was a great, he's a great fire maker. This was the ch- the one chance he had to beat this guy, and he took it, and it played out spectacularly. And I think he did it in a way, and we talked about this with the Noel vote, where then he gets the handshake yes. from Cody. Oh, that was the on the- the- Cody takes a step back, and then comes forward. You had nothing to apologize for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And so... It's like you could see envision a world where maybe a less skilled player, you know, yeah. okay, all right, I, I got Cody out, but burned a bridge where that, you know, final tribal council, Cody is red. There's hell to pay, you know, right. Co- and look, and maybe Cody is going to sit on this and it's not going to sit well with him. You know, we have seen other players go out of right. the game with a brave face and then ultimately, uh, upon further contemplation, realize actually uh, they're a little burnt F up you. about this. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, we will see, uh, you know, if Jesse gets to the final tropical council and, then, and don't forget also that the other big part of this is he still has an idol. He still has an idol that nobody knows about. Uh, and that's going to be a huge move too. I mean, that's, that was one of the things that won Marianne her season was just having an idol that nobody knew about in, in this game where everybody knows where everything is. The, n- nobody, people were surprised to know that Cody, sorry, that Jesse, I'm, I'm like rattled that Jesse had possession of Cody's idol. Like that itself was big news on the beach. Yeah. And for, so for him to have an entirely other idol is bananas. Here's what I want to know, Rob, you got to answer this question for me. This is why did Cody give it back? Well, I, we don't know. Um, perhaps that there is some concern over, Hey, knowledge is power came back into the game once it could be back again. You don't know. It's just in case somebody might have knowledge's power. They know people know you have an idol. We got to be safe. I, I, if I had to guess, I'll ask Cody about that tomorrow on the exit interview. I would suspect that's probably the reason of just overly uh, concerned. Right. And we wonder why do they keep putting knowledge's power back in the game? Uh, because it makes up people make a lot of unforced errors in this game. Yeah. And so I think survivor does love that. Let me just give you the schedule real quick. Okay. Oh uh, we'll have Ooh, our, yeah. we'll have our exit interview with Cody coming up tomorrow oh. afternoon. Really looking forward to that one on the podcast tomorrow. Jamal Shipman is going to be back. Uh, Jamal, uh, one of the great people to have a survivor conversation with. Really looking forward to getting his take on all of this. And then Mike Bloom will join me on the feedback show. Uh, We always do the last feedback show before the finale. And so look for Mike Bloom. Uh, We'll be live uh, for that one on a feedback Friday at 5 p.m. on 
Friday. And then one week from tonight, uh, Steve and I will be up late. Put the coffee oh. on for oh. our Survivor finale uh, three excited. hours coming up oh, next excited. Wednesday night. And it's a Survivor Academy week. Uh, so uh, patrons, be on the lookout for that coming up this weekend. So, all right. You have tweeted, okay, uh, that Jesse, uh, you feel like that he will go on to be crowned the winner of this season coming I mean, up you, Wednesday night. How confident are you? It's obviously impossible to say. I, I would say I'm like 93% confident. 93%. So, like, you're like Cody. You're like Cody. Yeah. yeah. I'm Cody. A Give me a number. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a nine. Niner. Um, niner. And here's why. I don't think it's impossible to someone else. Well, obviously, we have seen a lot of players go into the finale. They are cock of the walk. You know, they're <sighs> king goose. And then suddenly their throat gets cut and their Christmas dinner. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that's not right. Like Jesse has not won this game yet. He's he, he's going to make it to four. You know, Jeff said tonight, Jesse's never won a challenge before. He certainly could lose the final four immunity challenge. Um, I don't know how how good we've seen him to be at fire. So it is not impossible that we see a different final three, a different winner. And that someone gets a lot of credit for being the person to take out Jesse. Like, I think that would be someone, anyone else's signature move, which is kind of embarrassing for anybody else. If your signature move is just like eliminating this amazing guy, I guess that's kind of uh, how other, a lot of other seasons have played out that way. Right. Where like the big strategic threat got eliminated by a smaller strategic player. And then that person wins because of it. Mm -hmm. um, but so, no, I mean, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent at all. I, I, I definitely think that somebody else could win this season. Um, you know, I like to talk about the story, which I think I'm allowed to say, edit, edit, some say, but a story we can say. Um, and you know, a lot of people have pointed out again, I mean, like, like, you, you know, like, like, um, Ricard was, uh, oh, I guess Ricard was, yeah, Ricard was out in the finale, like yeah. going into the finale. Final and five. Like, oh my yeah. God, this is Ricard's to lose. You know, um, a lot of big players going into the finale, uh, have not have, have come up short. So. It's it's certainly possible that Jesse would lose uh, at five, right? I mean, Rick Devins going into the finale, it was his to lose. Um, you know, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just wonder is was this too big of a move? And, and again, like I, I don't want to like uh, criticize the move. Uh, the move was absolutely incredible. Jesse did what what he had to do. Uh, no Monday morning quarterback here, but now for Owen Gabler. Cassidy um, and Carla, it, do, do they wake up and on on day twenty five here and say, "Yeah, um, we we need to stop Jesse," um, and so Jesse needs to either win an immunity challenge or make the fire at Final Four. No one will bring Jesse. No to one's the taking end. Jesse to the end. Yeah. Well, here's why: even if Jesse loses, I think this was still the movie I had to make, and and the reason is. Because Jesse's playing to win, right? Like yeah. Jesse doesn't want to get to the end and lose. Um, and so he, he's not really going to get a good shot at Cody again because we know Cody's so good at fire. So I think that this was the time he had, this was, he had one shot. He had to take it. So I think regardless of whether he ends up losing, I think yeah. this was still a great move. And I think that um, if there's going to be any sort of criticism that comes for this move, I think that there's going to be a section of the audience. Uh, and of course, you know, like we get a lot of questions about this sort of stuff about like, well, Jesse was going to, Jesse was going to beat Cody at the end of the game. Right. Uh, like, wasn't right. Jesse going to win, but it has been my perception in talking with some of the contestants in that, like in our exit interviews and uh, such, that I feel like that Cody or that Jesse was kind of quiet around the camp. Like, I, I don't think that where we see like a really big edit for Jesse, right. where we hear Jesse's plans, like, oh, Jesse's the brains of the operation. I don't know if you necessarily talk to the players, if that's how they would have seen it. Uh, most recently, Sammy talked about how they thought that Jesse was kind of quiet around the camp. And I don't know if they necessarily did think that uh, Jesse was playing far and away a much better game than Cody was. And especially if uh, imagine the U sliding doors universe where Cody pulls off this right. huge move to take out huge. Carla. Right, exactly. And that's what Jesse said. Like if, if, Je if Cody takes out, who we all now kind of have agreed on is the biggest threat. Like this is an enormous feather in Cody's cap. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you mentioned Cody's cap, uh, where <laughs> that this idol, you know, came yeah. into the game in a way where 
we had to get a flashback. We did not know, did Cody actually activate the idol going into that tribal council? It goes out of the game on a night where we did not know, did Cody give the idol back? So there's an interesting bookend for this particular immunity idol. And a lot of the stuff that was set up in the early parts of the season, the parts admittedly, I said that I thought parts that dragged in the early part of the season, like that, that stuff did pay off here down the stretch. Like that, this was an earned episode. Uh, oh for yeah. Us, so much about viewer. Jesse and Cody's bond. I mean, paid off tonight. Um, yeah, obviously all the idol shenanigans and who has what and whatever lingering ambiguity there was about Carla's idol, which again, sort of wild. <laughs> there was, I mean, I guess from our perspective, we obviously have all the information, but Still can't get over the fact that no one put together a Carla collecting beads and Carla has the idol. Mm -hmm. Interesting tonight, four votes uh, that went against Cody. So Mm -hmm. we saw Jesse talk to Owen in the episode. Uh, Gabler and Cassidy were all in on this plan. This was uh, four people voting, uh, putting votes on Cassidy on this double blindside, which was so interesting where you had these, these two players who were, you know, planning this, you know, a big blindside. And then ultimately, you know, they're both blindsided at this tribal council in Carla and Cody. So any, any thoughts on the decision to bring everybody else into this? Well, you mean with Gabler and Owen and I mean, what's interesting is that, I mean, they all, they all, they're, you know, they're, they're all in it for themselves. So it's Gabler's in on it. Owen's in on it. And I guess Cassidy's in on it. But at this point, I mean, and maybe she's the one that you would worry, right. Would be the, the person who would like go back to Carla. Mm-hmm. But you know, the whole opening of this, of this uh, episode was, was just that fracturing of that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like that it never quite got as bad as uh, like I imagined it it could have gotten. But I think that Cassidy was definitely a a willing participant to like, I I think from Carla's end, I think that she felt like, Oh, okay. I smoothed this over with Cassidy where then the guys like really tried to rile up Cassidy and get her like feeling like, Oh no, Carla is coming to get you. So I think she was a willing participant and uh, obviously somebody who was up for going along with a plan such as this, you know, I, I do think, where, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I, I just think it's like, uh, we are set up in such an interesting way going into this finale where Carla is still out there hobbled both, uh, physically and in terms of like, that was her wild standing in the challenge, game. like literally, I mean, she, it looked like she was about to win that thing. And then her hands just gave out as she would have, I mean, to me, it looked like she would have won had she not just basically bent over in absolute abject pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild. Um, and then you have the three wild cards in Owen and Gabler and Cassidy, who Gabler, the second episode in a row, referred to himself as hiding in plain sight. I think that there is a non-zero chance of a Gabler win still at this point. I mean, uh, Cassidy would be the Erica coming out of no, seemingly nowhere to, to be the winner. Owen has gotten so much airtime as the narrator of the season. So I think you could, going into this finale, like paint a case for you know, all five of these people potentially to be the winner. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what's, it's really, really a fun season in that respect. I mean, it is, although, you know, who really has the story, right? Like who has the story of, of I was a major strategic force this season. And I think that is always, those are the best seasons, right? Where we have multiple people who you can say, wow, that person was a big force. And they're going up against another person with a great story. who's an equally big force. And I just don't see that as anyone having, you know, and, and that was maybe what was sad about someone like, um, you know, Cody leaving tonight is like, who, who can, uh, who can say that against Jesse, right? If Jesse's there, you know, whatever like false drama is, is made of it. Like Jesse's winning, I, th- I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but who, I mean, I had thought, I mean, we had talked, we talked a lot about this. Like I, I, I'm still, you know, stuck on this vision I have of, of Carla from the pre-merge where she was, you know, running things. She was in on everything. She knew everything. Everybody trusted her. But that has really dissipated over the over the post-merge and especially over the last few episodes where she's just episode after episode, she's out of the loop. She's, you know, has one opinion that she she thinks she's getting it over on somebody else. But in fact, she's the one who's got, you know, the wool being pulled over her eyes. The and telenovela stuff tonight was great. Uh, that, that was very funny. The, yeah. Yes. 
Uh, it was really well edited. Uh, like I like that they brought her back. She kind of got like a shantham uh, with the telenovela music of like then the second time she was when she was lying to Cody about the idol that they 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 brought it back again. The telenovela music. So uh, that was really great to see. But you are right that, you know, they're definitely things have not gone according to plan always with Carla in the post merge. And Owen's story is all about him being left out of every, of every vote, you know, um, he doesn't really, I mean, I, listen, I love Owen. I would, I would be very happy with an Owen win. Um, you know, honestly, like of the people who have been influencing the st strategy of the season, I feel like Gabler's got the number two story here mm -hmm. after Jesse. I mean, truly like, what is anybody else's story when they, if they're sitting there, what are they saying? Like, here's my game. Here's how, and I'm, I'm asking you this sincerity, like yeah. who else can, can sit there? I mean, Cassidy probably is the second best. Well, I know, think that Cassidy of can tell a story of like, whoever came for me, they went out. Uh, that was, you right. know, that was sort of, you know, she, she, she persevered. She played under the radar. You know, I, I think that she, she can, uh, she, you know, that'll be the story that she will tell. I think she could probably do a convincing job. Owen certainly has the story of I was the underdog. Everybody wanted me out the whole time. Uh, right. I guess that, I that would be a good yeah. story for Owen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and Gabler, you know, he, the way he talks about himself, like, uh, that he, he was hiding in plain sight. He was the alligator. He was, you know, so I, I think that people are like fans enough of the show that they know what they're supposed to be doing at this point. So, uh, that'll be interesting to see as, uh, as we, uh, get to that point. Let me just, uh, just work through with you how this could go in the finale. So we're going to get yeah. to the final five vote after this happens. Now, Jesse is in an interesting spot because right. he has the idol and nobody knows he has the idol. So, so he does, wants the vote for does, me for does, him, right? Yeah. Does Jesse potentially like want to be like, oh, like, hey, guys, like, don't vote me out. OK. Uh, and like, sorry, Jesse, we got to. You're, yeah. you're too big of a threat. Like, oh, man. Uh, and then does he cast the one vote at the final five where yeah. then it's the person that he wants to see go home? And if so, who would that be? I mean, I think it's got to be Cassidy or Carla. I mean, right? Like it, it, they would be there. They have been persistently the people who he said are the biggest threats. And it's, you know, this episode at the start of the episode is we got to get Cassidy out or got to get Carla out. Let's put the votes on the two of them. So to, it has to be Cassidy or Carla. I just wonder, okay, so Je if you're Jesse and now, and, and you might be realizing, okay, if I get to the final four, okay, I need to either win the final four immunity right. challenge or... I need to make the make the fire at the final four. Does he say I'm going to cast my one vote on Owen Gabler? on Owen or Gabler? Gabler's got a, has got a, a better fire maker, probably right. I, I don't. I mean, we don't know. Uh, but if you have to beat one person, you know, to win out immunity, I think well, that maybe be, is is Owen better than Cassidy at these challenges? I mean, Cassidy is yeah, Cassidy's now won two immunities uh, after tonight, and she was right there. Uh, yeah, I mean, she mm -hmm. was. Uh, you know, she's 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 always right there. I just feel like Owen has so many friends on the jury that I think uh, it would be like he is somebody that I would be worried about uh, sitting with at the final three. Um, because I feel like if you're Jesse, do you feel like that? Okay, Carla might have the better resume, but I feel like that she's less of a threat at this point in the game, even though she has won immunity challenges uh, based on her current physical state. I mean, Noel said she yeah. looks like she looks like uh, Noel uh, trying to like uh, like get up the steps yeah. and her hands don't work anymore. You wouldn't think that Carla is much of a threat in the fire making. Maybe Carla is somebody you want to go into the final four with uh, and not feel like you're uh, something that you could beat out. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I think that the assumption would be, you know, I mean, I, I think it's very likely that Carla, Carla, Carla goes out in fire making because of all this focus on her hands. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think that would be, or, I mean, honestly, she might make it to the, to the finale because, because of all or the, to the final trouble. But um, yeah, I, I, you're definitely not voting out Carla. Um, right. It's a question of who can beat me in fire, who can beat me in immunity. You know, Jeff today, as we're saying, said that Jesse's the one person left who hasn't won immunity. So, I mean, I think Cassidy probably, mm -hmm. right? Um, or you're saying Owen. I mean, I think those would be two viable options. Yeah, yeah either one could be the person uh, to go out. But if I Jesse's like, if, if he's thinking like, I'm not viable in immunity anyway, so you're then his number one concern is going to be who's the biggest threat of fire. 
And like, is Gabler really like who? Who's the? I mean, do we, we just don't. Know, I mean, right? we just, we don't have this kind of information. You're asking yeah, questions yeah. that you know. Yeah. No. I mean, we, we've seen like a few people are good at fire, and those people are right. We saw Sammy was good at fire. Is that right? Sammy was good at fire. Yeah. But that was by part the way. Of- how good? You know, lucky for everybody that Sammy wasn't there tonight because he was always you know the cog. You know the cog or the. Uh, the shoe and he would have definitely <laughs> spilled the beans for something would have happened else. Something else would have happened with it. No, no plan was going to go according to plan with Sammy around. Yeah, no doubt. We also, Steven, this was a night where we got two incredible challenges uh, in the, the immunity challenge uh, was, you know, a sprawling obstacle course, a new puzzle. Uh, we have not seen the back Very puzzle. Fun. I like the puzzle yeah. before. Uh, and then we had the return of the uh, Russell Swan famous uh, yeah. roll around in the ball challenge. Yeah, very fun. I like that a lot. How do you feel about at the final six, a reward challenge with random teams of three? Uh, instead of like, who do you want to pick? I mean, typically right. in a survivor like season. A strategy option. Yeah, yeah. We, we see. And honestly, I don't recall if uh, we had this in Survivor 41 or 42. I, I, I certainly don't think we had it in 42. I believe that Omer in his boot episode won a reward challenge and then had to pick people to go with him on the reward. So that what what do you think about this as like okay you're with you're with like three random people here at the final six and then you go and uh, spend a reward with random people yeah i mean it's a good question because you know you do sort of but maybe maybe they're just kind of hope you know it's it's such an, a fluid group you know i mean would a pickem have been so different in terms of the strategy it created mm-hmm. maybe they were hoping or thinking that something random could could come of it in in, in a good way um yeah. You know, and if, yeah, I don't have a big problem with it. I just thought it was, uh, you know, pretty interesting. Um, do you have any other big thoughts about the episode? Um, well, I think it might be worth talking just through if you're if you're interested in this kind of thing, like how those votes moved so quickly. So, like, wh- I, I kind of just wanted to piece through the vote in like stage by stage. and Go just kind of talk about it. I mean. I'm more wanting you to do that or you to do that with me because I, I mean, so they start with this idea. Uh, I mean, of course, there's a lot of plans being thrown out. You know, initially, it's the guys saying we got to, you know, get out those ladies of, you know, split the vote between Cassidy and Carla in case Carla plays her idol. Uh, and that, of course, is scuttled when Cassidy wins immunity. Mm-hmm. Then um, so the next plan, right, is that uh, they the next plan is, is the Cody plan, right? Of So well, I so I think that then uh, there is a point where like post reward uh, right. that that Cody. Everyone's worried that Cody and Carla are both going to play their idols. Well, everybody is, uh, you know, Carla basically like says to Cody, like, I definitely don't have an idol. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. And Cassie's like, no, Carla definitely has an idol. Right. Uh, and they come back and they tell Cody that she has an idol and he's wi- wired on 3000 calories worth of Danish. And he's like, OK, here's what we're doing. Uh, and he co- he concocts this plan uh, of, OK, we are going to, especially once Cassidy wins immunity, um, well, I, that Carla and I, we I have an idol, you have an idol. Let's both say we're going to play our idol. Right. And we're not going to play our idol. And right. Owen, that fool, he'll we'll be bluffing and uh, we'll tell Owen and Gabler that we're going to they have to write each other's names down right. and we'll pick whatever one we want to go home. But and we Carla's won't play all our on this plan. Carla yes. loves this plan. It's foolproof. And I kept on thinking like, Carla, it's never that easy. You know, if they're everyone's telling, if they, but she was not, this is what's so interesting. Like the a level of trust that these people have with each other. I mean, we're, we have not seen these deep relationships develop. So sometimes it feels, and I think one of the big complaints of this season is there hasn't been enough focus on some of the camp relationships and the camp life. And as a result, when, you know, like early in the episode, when Carla says, oh, go talk to Jesse, he'll vouch for me. And Jesse's like, why would I vouch? Like, I'm not going to vouch for her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to create chaos. We're, we're thinking, Carla, why on earth would you do that? You know, but obviously, you know, there was one confessional four episodes ago where Jesse referred to him and Carla as being simpatico. So, you know, because we haven't seen these relationships develop, sometimes these questions of, of trust are a little bit hard to grok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when then uh, Cody has the great confessional where he's like, well, I was misleading. And like, all right, I, I'm lying to Carla. Okay, we're, we're going to vote out Carla. Uh, and so he gets everybody on board. We're actually going to tell, like, tell Carla we're not playing our idol. And then uh, he is all it was like. a great plan. Like that itself was a great plan. Mm-hmm. 
like like the 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 second plan, which was the you know the the, the devious plan. Everyone you know Twitter would have lit up. Oh my God, Cody, what a, what a move! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, I, think, I think Twitter would have uh, lit up in a uh, negative way, um, where uh, they would have, right. you know, when Cody says like, "Hey, we're the four musketeers. Let's vote out all the women from the game." Uh, like, I felt like th- that was actually the point where I said, "Oh, this is not going to go well for Cody." Yeah. Yeah, that that was like, uh, like, oh, this is, uh, you know, I think uh, maybe Cody is uh, not coming across uh, great in this moment. People will not be happy. And then Jesse comes in and then ultimately has uh, the plan and talks about like the the move that he's making. And that's really been Jesse's story the whole season of like, I, I, I take no pleasure in this. And I thought that I really loved that part, especially about the experience right. of like, uh, like, you know, as your old friend Keith Nail once said, like, uh, Survivor is not fun. Going on a cruise is fun. Yeah. Uh, this is not like, I'm sure it's a nice experience, but, you know. I was there for the experience. Yeah. It was not fun. Yeah. It was yeah. not fun. No, I mean, it's a great experience. I mean, it's like an intense experience. Like, what I mean, it's like fun, but it's an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he says, you know, this is what I have. I have to do this. Uh, and so. We got to, and I, and I have to give credit to Jeff also. I, I just, I thought all around this was a really perfect Survivor episode. Like one, one of uh, like the best in years yeah. and an all-timer for me. Jeff at Tribal Council, I thought asked pointed questions. I thought it was not a lot yes. of like. Very specific questions. Uh, like give me a, uh, like if we were a box of crayons. Uh, right, yeah. You know. Uh, he was like asking, asking questions about like, and, and when the subject of the idols came up, Jeff was asking like really interesting questions right. about like, Hey, don't you think this could be a bluff? Like, are you worried that it's, a, you know, like very specific point? Like, and he always like positions himself when, you know, he talks about his role at tribal council. He says he's the voice of the audience mm-hmm. and the audience does not care about, you know, how similar survivor is to Jaws, but mm-hmm. they do care about, Hey, this kind of sounds like it could be a bluff. What are you thinking in response to that, Carla? Yeah, because you saw Noelle in the jury box. I bet no idols get played. Now, she right. was wrong. She owes James $10. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of idols got played. So, uh, and also that the possibility of an advantage get in. Uh, we talked about yeah. that heading into the final five. Uh, that is off the table going into the finale. So uh, that's one less thing we have to worry about here at the final five. Although Survivor does love to, in the new era, one of the staples and one of the things we don't talk about so much is there's always an advantage yes. at the fine at the final five now, which yeah. I feel like yeah, you could make a very strong case that it cost Ricard the game in season 41. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I feel like that they feel like this is like, oh, we gotta have something in our what's our first act of the finale? Right. And uh, I think it's something that it really I think it did not matter too much in the season 41 finale, but ultimately, um, Oh, season 42, season 42. Season 42. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I just feel like that, you know, it, it creates a lot of variance here at the final uh, final five that I don't know if we need after uh, we've watched an entire season of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I'm with you. I'm really with you. I mean, truly. Um, yeah, just there's such a great episode, like you're saying, such a fun and, 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 and Jesse's game throughout, I think has been so good. You know, even in the very early days, right? When at the very in, in, at the very beginning of the season, he was always in the middle of these strategic conversations. He was always the one who was balancing, you know, he he, he throughout the whole game, he's been in the middle, right? And that's he's he's excellently played the middle. He and, and Cody together. Um he built a strong alliance. But even before he was teamed up with Cody, you know, he had he had Dwight, he was playing the middle with Dwight. Um then, you know, he 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 has guided the season to where he wants it to be. And then does the, you know, the final thing he needs to do. Well, second final thing he needs to do, which is, which is eliminate his, his biggest ally. So really, really an incredible uh, game throughout the whole, the whole season. It's been an incredible run. And ultimately the question is just going to be next week coming into the finale is can Jesse finish the job? Yeah. Or, right. you know, or, or will he be ultimately uh, stopped by the other players? And it really raises interesting questions about like, then, like, how do you play this game? Uh, if, you know, Jesse, who did, I feel like a really good job of managing his threat level all the way through. If still, this isn't enough to get him over the hump. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, it's. Uh, yeah. But I mean, there's been a lot of like big, you know, big players who have 
made it in one. You know, I mean, you have, you know, throughout this, the last 10 seasons or so. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't know. Like that doesn't, I'm not worried about, you know, I mean, we've got, I mean, you can, you know, there's, there's, there's so many, you don't even need to, to, to listen. To mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Wendell? let's see, let's see how it plays out. Yeah. Okay. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are going to start to take some of your questions here. Uh, what's that? Chris, Chris Underwood. Underwood sure. Huge player. Sure. You know. Sure. Yeah. Certainly huge. Yep. I mean, um, if we're not counting the length of someone's season anymore, right? No. Because if this, this is the, this is, and Chris Underwood had, had an eight day season. Why is that any worse than a, you know, a 26 day, mm-hmm. 28 day season, or mm-hmm. a 39 day season? You know, it's all. It's all uh, we don't, we're not accounting season length anymore. So so Chris Underwood's like week long season. Maybe that's uh, just as good. I guess so. So yeah. we're going to take your questions here tonight, and we want to make sure that you get them in. Post them in the chat. We will uh, grab them and uh, begin to start to answer them. Of course, a lot of uh, Survivor podcasts coming your way to talk about all of this. Make sure you subscribe to our Survivor podcast feed. That and then I mentioned at the top of the show that this is going to be a Survivor Academy week, going to get into everything, all of the lessons learned for the patrons of Rob's podcast. Blindside your best friend, that's a big lesson. Look, we were talking about it a lot with Carla and Cassidy last week, and now and then we get to talk about it with Cody and Jesse this week about the wisdom of voting out your closest allies in the game. Yes, I want the at the very in that very first conversation with Carla and Cassidy. Cassidy says to Carla blindsiding your biggest, you know, your number one ally is a huge move. So mm-hmm. I mean, it was a little, a little Easter egg for those mm-hmm. who watched the episode twice. Cause obviously it's, you know, not necessarily foreshadowing, but thematically, thematically, thematically to, uh, yeah. Vote. So Alex G creator of survivor Philadelphia and the black widow brigade is going to join me this weekend to, uh, talk about everything that there is to learn from the last three weeks of survivor. And we'll also, uh, take a look, uh, back a little bit further as we start to head into the finale, as we take a look at some big picture lessons from survivor 43. That's for the patrons of Rob has a podcast head to Rob's website.com slash patron to make sure you don't miss that. Plus I'll be live on a Thursday afternoon, 4 PM Eastern for the patron happy hour, taking your questions i'm sure we will talk a lot about this episode all right steven okay um how about um uh james gashler wants to know from us where does cody's move to give his immunity idol rank to uh worst moves ever i mean so cody gave it back when so the first time cody gave it to jesse and and someone was asking me about this earlier was when james's knowledge his power advantage was everywhere and everyone was swapping things and so 
Cody gave his idol to Jesse, you know, in, so that nobody would know where the idols were essentially. Yeah. And for Cody to not ask for it back because he trusted Jesse so much is questionable, but I think not horrific because they really were in it together, you know. But then when Cody takes it back and then chooses to return it to Jesse, that is the part that I think is, I mean, as good as Jesse's move was, yeah. that is very dumb. Like, really, really bad. And regardless yeah. of how much he trusted Jesse, it's the final six on Survivor. And he gave over one of the few, like, the only a thing of value he had, right? Literally the only thing of value he had. So, um, you know, my decision tree on the worst moves ever has always been... There's two doors. You open one door, you win the game. You open the other door, you right. lose the game. Does, I mean, does this is up there? It, I yeah. guess it's up there. You know why it's not well, going to be because he was going to get voted out anyway. I guess. Uh, yes, that's that's also, but because it didn't happen on screen, I feel like that people are not going to really right. think about it. Like if we had the scene of like uh, like Cody handing the idol back to Jesse, like, all right, here's my idol, keep it safe. Then people would, you know, I, I think have it up there as like, oh my God, one of the worst moves ever. But because it happened off screen, I feel like it kind of minimizes uh, the fact that it happened, even though we know it did happen. I mean, yeah. I mean, but like, you know, people who give over their idols and then are immediately voted out because of that, not particularly well regarded in, in, uh, in Survivor lore, you know, I mean, um, I think we can think of a few. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, well, you know, I mean, like, there's obviously Eric and Brandon. Oh, I didn't know you wanted to. No, no, no. Uh, I, I, I couldn't tell. I thought I didn't think I needed to. But then you were the way you said okay. I was like, oh, I felt like there was a, a pregnant pause. No. Uh, okay. Well, I anyway. So yeah, I mean, the fact that Cody was going to get voted out anyway doesn't make it that bad a move. I mean, you know, or doesn't make it one of the worst moves ever in Survivor history. And I hear you about like it wasn't shown on screen. Like, is it actually, you know, mm -hmm. was, did it did it even happen? Is it a lot canon? Of dumb, is it canon yeah. if it happened? A if a dumb move happens off screen. A lot of dumb things have probably happened on Survivor that we never saw. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh this is a question from uh Stu Dodo 13, Steven. All right, Stu Dodo wants to know: question has tonight's episode officially made Carla a goat? And, and not the greatest of all time. Not the greatest, the mankind. Yeah. Okay. Do you, I mean, do you think that Carla is a final three goat? I honestly would not be shocked if Carla was a final three loser, maybe not goat. Maybe like, you know, she gets James's vote, although maybe not because, you know, she had a hand in his, uh, or she was aware of his answer. She's got a bad um, hand. Can I ask you, can I ask you to put your uh, amateur edit reading glasses on? Does Carla's edit is is this the edit of a final five boot, a final four boot, a losing finalist, or the winner? Well, I mean, going into the merge, I thought Carla and Jesse were my two picks. To I, I thought the, the the finals was going to be Carla and Jesse battling it out. That was my read going into the merge, and um, I do try to stay with those early reads because these last episodes are complicating and, and you know, they, you, it's so easy to get swept up and like, Oh my God, what a huge, crazy move. Now there's no way Carla can win. Um, but I also, so that was my, my read and I would not, so I would not be surprised if Carla was there at the finals with Jesse and a third person who could be Gabler or Owen. I really think Cassidy's is fifth place. I could totally be wrong. A lot of people think she is the winner. I've certainly been, offensively wrong before and so i if that happens i will happily you know eat crow next next <laughs> week but um i i uh my read is cassidy is is the fifth place boot i think that is her 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 vibes to me have, have given me what i've what i have perceived to be you know a common fifth place storyline um the fourth i mean and then the loser at fire like i figured Maybe Owen lost at fire or now I thought, I mean, maybe Carla loses at fire because of the hands, all the focus on her hands. Maybe like her story is she can't, you know, get the fire together because of her, her crippled hands um, mm -hmm. or her injured hands, I should say. Sorry. The, um, the, uh, um, so, but I, I, I don't know. I, I would not be surprised if she was there in the finals as, as the, you know, and I often thought of, I just assumed Gabler was 
a final three a losing finalists. But honestly, like Owen has a lot more story than Gabler does right now. Mm-hmm. So Owen as a as a losing finalist would also make a lot of sense to me. So I don't. I I honestly can't distinguish between those four. I, I'm I'm struggling. What do yeah. you think? Let's see. Um, I kind of feel like that if you know Jesse has the ability to take out anybody he wants at, at final five because of the because of the idol, uh, and so I. I I feel like that um, he's probably going to like uh, I I feel like Owen is the person that he would probably be most concerned about uh, in an immunity challenge, especially when it's going to be if it's something physical. I think he would uh, be more worried about Owen in that spot. And then if the final four ends up being where it's Jesse, you know, uh, Jesse, Cassidy, Carla, and Gabler. Could Carla and Cassidy like uh, patch up their differences? I could see Cassidy winning a final four immunity challenge. Uh, maybe like, uh, you know, take Carla to the end and have Gabler up against Jesse in the, you know, uh, final four fire making. I mean, I would not be surprised to see Carla beat Owen and Gabler at the end. I actually think that's a totally possible scenario. Mm hmm. Yeah, and that's not at all. I, what you're the, I, well, I was saying that could could Carla beat Cassidy and Gabler at the end? Yeah, with yeah. Jesse going out. With Jesse going right. out. Yeah, um, I mean that would be very similar to yeah, sort of a similar story that I'm saying was just like you're switching around. And Carla's and, the winner. Cassidy. That's yeah. a, you know uh, that's why we've seen so much of her story. And Jesse goes out as no, I mean, like a fallen angel that, at the final four. Yeah, I mean I've um, many times regretted switching my winner pick at the at the last second to last episode because mm-hmm. of some crazy thing. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. Between Jesse and Carla, I'm still I'm yeah. I haven't given up hope for and, my Carla, my Carla winner pick. I, I'm still like I'm like 95% Jesse, but I'm still five percent Carla. That's what I would be also. Like I, yeah. I I think it's it's Jesse's to lose, but I could see a scenario where, especially after he plays an idol, like everybody's yeah. like, God, what are we doing here? We can't well, no, like, 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 yeah. yeah, he's gonna have to win out. He but has the, to the, win a, win something yeah. before. And the thing about Jesse's edit though, which is different than a lot of people who kind of go out you know, as the sort of a fire boot is he hasn't been shown to be overplaying, you know, he hasn't been shown to be this like big, you know, we haven't seen hubris from him. We haven't seen like arrogance, you know, we've, we've seen, mm-hmm. you know, if anything, we've seen humility. We've seen a lot of, um, you know, he's playing for his family. He regrets the moves he has to make. So like his story is so much a winner's story rather than, you know, a final four loser story. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Here is, um, let's see. Uh, Wouldn't you be disappointed now if anybody else won? I mean, of course. Yeah. 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 Okay. But that's part of what makes it, you know, Survivor so great. Because sometimes they do disappoint us. Sometimes they break our hearts. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you have the winner and then you have the, you should have won person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is Carla. Maybe Mm -hmm. I shouldn't give up on Carla. Okay. All right. Let's take this question from Brandon. Did we get clarity on Carla's Sammy vote? Uh, well, this yeah, was something that you and I were talking about last week. I think I got the sense that you were like, eh, is this really important? Do we really care about this? Yeah, like, I did kind of feel that way. I was yeah. like, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll reveal it to us next week. We don't need to like agonize about this. And they did. Yeah. And it seems like that the answer was simply that Carla just got spooked by Sammy was going to play the shot in the dark. Nobody told her. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Like when Sammy plays the shot in the dark, she knows that his vote is not going towards their agreed upon target. So why should she vote with him if, he, if he's not voting anywhere? Yeah. Well, and kudos to Carla for two episodes in a row. Uh, I, yes, I mean, this was sort of, the, yeah, yeah I, I mean, and this is sort of like she ended up like taking the bait here on uh, this one where, okay, the, and maybe because they knew that, okay, oh, she switched her vote at Tribal Council because of Sammy playing the shot in the dark. She's hyper aware at Tribal Council. So if we, you know, put a play the idol on Owen, you know, that's she'll definitely stand up and play her idol at that point. Yeah, so right, right. But she can say, hey, I say, I mean, she, I guess she didn't really save herself here. She, but she did, you know. Look, better to be safe than sorry with these idols. Yeah. Isn't it crazy though that, that, um, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is crazy. Mm-hmm. Just the whole, I mean, just tonight. What part? Just, what was, part? I don't know. I mean, I, I had nothing new to say. <laughs> I was okay. like, we're just going to rehash this. This uh, Look, we're, 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 we're a little loopy. This was a great night on Survivor. I'm looping. Yeah, it was, you know, it was very fun. There's I mean, so go, many you know. nights we come on here. It's like, well, like uh, nothing happened. Uh, yeah. And then we have to, you know, get a great episode. Yeah. 
Um, and tribal council was great. You know, we've, we've, uh, I've, I've dogged on tribal a little bit throughout the season, but this was a fantastic we both tribal have. council. Yeah. To your point, Jeff was asking really specific, really interesting questions. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot happened. It was a great tribal council. There was like plans within plans. There was a huge blind side. You can't fault Jeff completely for not making magic when it's like a down the line vote of someone who everyone knows is going home. But, but it yeah. really, the, the specificity of the questions and the focus were, were so on point. Yeah. It's possible at some of these tribal councils, the analogies was the most uh, interesting thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really, my issue is like, if, if that's it, then just condense it. We don't need 10 mm-hmm. minutes. We could have seen more time at camp. Yeah. seen like five minutes of the analogy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, How about this question from little H? All right. Little H wants to know, question, does eating food during a reward make you say cocky plans and get you voted out? Sammy and now Cody. Future survivors don't talk about the vote in a reward. Well, Stephen, I think that this is something that you uh, like uh, might have some insight into. Now, not that you do this, but you've talked about uh, the strategizing that goes on at rewards. Oh yeah, rewards are so fun, and they're so because everyone is you're on a high. I mean, honestly, even the way they like transport you from the challenge is different. You know, it's like it's like fun. You get the fun crew. Uh, fun, you know, for you, the fun yeah, camera people yeah, you get. Yeah. Well, no, no, like the, the people driving you from like everyone's like oh, like celebratory. Yeah. You know, you get there. There's food. You're happy. You're having a good time. It gives you mental energy at a point. You know, I don't know whether they're like two weeks in. I don't know how tired they are, but it, typically it gives you mental energy at a point in the season where you really need it, and it helps like focus your thinking. Um, and yeah, it, it makes it fun to bounce ideas. And every reward people talk about, what if it's us? You know, what what if it could be us? Let's let's like let's run the scenarios. And that's why I think there's something fun about it being a completely random group of people uh, instead of it being a, a pick them. You know, but it's something interesting about the amount of, and like the specific type of calories that they were giving them here, where it was coffee and sugar. You know, like you could see like Cody was like vibrating at like a very high frequency. Mm-hmm. He, he, uh, it was not, you know, a salad and some rice to fill him with with nutrients. He was getting, you know, straight like uh, the, the I don't know. Like, give me a survivor analogy here. Uh, an analogy to what <laughs> the rocket fuel what, to the veins. Okay, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if that's a survivor analogy, but well, uh, I mean, sure. Know, survivor style in that it's like, you know, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Sam wants to know, uh, is there any reason why Jesse would not play Janine's idol for himself at the final five? No. Is there any possibility, Stephen, uh, that like if he's 100% confident that he wants to save like some, not even like, save it, but it's like, boy, I have my hands full at the final four already. My threat level is through the roof. If I show this, if I if I play this idol for no reason here at this tribal council, no. I wasn't the person to go home. Like I'm playing it just to sh- just to show that I have it. It's like uh, that, or it's like basically if you're you know already like uh, in the ocean, you can't get more wet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that was uh, right. That's when people talked about like you know people used to say, oh, Joe should throw a challenge so people aren't so worried about him. Like. No, no. If, if Joe throws a challenge, we're going to vote him out. Like we're, we're still going to be worried about what a great challenge <laughs> challenge competitor he is. No, he should. He should. He's got to play the idol. And that's the thing. You're you can never be that sure at that vote. You know, you just can never know for sure what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I got a, a few different questions uh, with some version of Jesse and his villain status. Uh, Steven, you know characters uh, so well that this has been sort of like <laughs> a, a character. We're characters. We're char- yeah. We are characters. We're real character. Yeah. But uh, this has been uh, something like in the discourse all season. Is Jesse a villain, Steven? I don't know what makes a villain. I mean, someone... You know, is I mean, Russell Hans is a villain, right? That's unimpeachable. But then he was, you know, lying about, you know, a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of serious things. And he was in Hurricane Katrina. His dog yeah, died. Dog dying. Yeah. He was like throwing, you know, Jason's socks in the fire, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, it was but like, who is 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 you know, Courtney Yates a villain? And like, if so, what was so villainous that she did? You know, like what's was is you know is um you know you know. Here's a, it might be like the simplest definition of what makes a hero, what makes a villain on Survivor. How do they talk about their competitors? Jesse took no joy in what he had to do with Cody. He he did right. not talk about Cody as like 
yeah, watch this stupid idiot tonight uh, and did not right. did, did not disparage his competitors. And I think that that and is nobody's a common, disparaging. No, right? but and it almost and people talk about that. But there's no villains in the, in the modern era. Well, almost nobody speaks poorly of the other contestants that are on the show. And so Can you imagine I, if someone came in with one of those, you know, like one of like like Rob's thing from from Marquesas or like Mikey B's thing from you know, season 16, where they just like ran through his tribe and absolutely ridiculed every single one of them. Mm -hmm. People would be outraged. Like, how dare you call her yeah. a big bird? Yes. And so that that's why to me, like, I guess you could argue like, okay, Jesse has done uh, villainous things. But to me, Jesse is, uh, he's not a villain in this story. He's the protagonist in the story. Right. The one who has to do this horribly painful thing to save his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's like Vin Diesel. Yeah. He has not relished any part of this. Like he's done it. He's going to get that money, baby. I mean, yeah. he's doing what he has to do. Not because it's what he didn't want to vote out Cody. Yeah. And the way that they kind of had that sort of bro moment at the end, I feel absolved him of, of guilt, you know, where, uh, where Cody, you know, it was a beautiful moment. It really was. Really I got nice choked moment. up. Yeah. You yeah, know, it was great. I did too. Um, yeah, I, I, but it, he's probably the closest to a villain only because he's, I mean, you know, people, people vote out their allies when they have to. Mm -hmm. The only thing is like voting him out with his own idol is very, like that's something that people are going to make fun of him. As someone who knows a thing or two about this kind of thing. Look, Cody has live-in tattooed on his butt. And you know, the yeah. people find other things to talk about with Cody. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's I just feel like don't you know don't humiliate the guy. You do you have to like humiliate him while you vote him out. Mm -hmm. I think that he will spin it as this was the respect move. I could not right. beat you. You I ha I had to do this. This was the only way to do it. I could not stop you. You would have won. Um, right. Although and and the moment where he gave the middle finger in the confessional at the end, I love that too. That was that, that was, was great. I thought that was right. also yeah. memorable. Yeah. And my son like dad. Why did he give him the middle finger? Was it the I middle thought, finger? They were blurred. I thought maybe it was like these fingers. I think, uh, like, yeah, I, I don't know. One, you're number one. You're number or one. No, no I, I got the sense. I got, it one. felt like it was a, Cody seems like a, you know, middle finger kind of guy. Yeah, it, was, it was the, I was yeah. it was the middle finger. Like, why are you blurring it? We, we know what it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. We see what's happening. No, but that the was fact a, that his finger is fuzzy. It was a great moment. The valence. You know, um, and, you know, we hadn't seen as uh, Mike Bloom uh, will tell you, like, we haven't seen a lot of memorable, like, final words in this season, maybe before Sammy last week. Sammy's Sammy's final words were, were fantastic. Like, yeah, it's great. I'm like, glad uh, I'm not uh, son of a gun, why did you vote me out? So yeah. I, I just thought top to bottom, this was the highest of highs in season 43. Yeah. Best episode in the new era. Oh, yeah. Is there what's 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 uh, what's competitive? With I this? would in the new era. I mean, yeah. uh, well, certainly the final six episode last season, uh, yeah. the high um, ever, the high versus Daniel uh, business with uh, Chanel going to Shipwheel Island. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a infuriating episode, but it was an intense episode. Yeah. That was that but was a great so one. The Shan Boot episode in Survivor yeah, 41. Boot episode was definitely that's probably the only other equally great episode that I can think. That was a great episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, but this was better. This, uh, to, to me, I just felt like that this was such an all timer. Yeah. So, all right. Lots still to talk about. See, many other thoughts, I'm sure. Uh, how many fishies for Jesse tonight? Oh, my God. Barrel of fishies. Barrel yeah. of fishies for Jesse. Incredible. Okay. All right. Let's talk about what's coming up, Steven, tonight. Yeah. Oof. It's going to be. The season finale of The no. Amazing Race is coming up. You still have time to binge the first 11 episodes. Wow. Who was just who was eliminated last week? <laughs> no, I don't want to spoil it because everybody's caught oh, up. People, right, right. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. So I'm always, you look, I try to keep people unspoiled on stuff. That's okay? great. Uh, season finale of The Amazing Race. I'll be recording that tomorrow morning uh, with uh, Jess and Mike. And then, of course, uh, then uh, surprise, uh, here they are. Uh, the, the last three teams, as I said, I was uh, not going to spoil them a second ago. So uh, there you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'll talk to all three of them coming up on. Thursday. All right. Uh, the real love boat. Uh, this was a good episode of the real love boat. 
Uh, mm. You know, I don't know. That shouldn't be too much of a surprise, Stephen. But yeah, who very, was eliminated last week? No, no one. <laughs> So real love boat. Uh, it's still going, it still exists. Uh, it's on Paramount plus, uh, check out with, uh, Jenny autumn and Kirsten McKinnis and myself have to say about the real love boat. And then Steven too hot to handle is back. Uh, have you ever watched an episode of too hot to handle? I don't even know what that show is. Oh, Steven, you you talk about it sometimes. They get these, they get these people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they're very, uh, let me just say that they're very, uh, promiscuous okay Whoa. and then they get them up like uh and they say like okay promiscuous people okay here here are you following me okay okay promiscuous uh, people i'm in promiscuous people uh here's some other very attractive promiscuous no. folks wow. and they're like okay showtime and then they're like eh, actually you're not allowed to do any hanky panky and they're like, wasn't what? there another show that was like that? No, it's Maybe all I'm... this show. This is the fourth oh. season. <laughs> it's always this show. It's always this show. And they, and like, they like lose like points. They if lose they money. Kiss or they lose money. Yeah. Or worse. Yeah. You know. And wow. so check out it was the crossover event. Episode. Kirsten McKinnis uh, joined Chappelle and I on a nothing but Netflix meets Hot Dummies on Islands. Uh, too Hot to Handle premiere recap. And then Kirsten's going to have coverage the rest of the way. All right. Um, Rob, we should clarify something because I've seen on Twitter a lot of people are speculating, are saying that. About the promiscuous people? Did I say something <laughs> wrong? No, that Cody played Janine's. I'm sorry, that Jesse played Janine's idol and Cody still what? had his idol. And that is not correct. So the, the, people are mistaken, uh, uh, mistakenly thinking that that. Jesse played the idol. Jesse so you're issuing was, a correction for something that we did not get wrong. No, no. I'm just like clarifying for people who are watching why? the episode and confused. Yeah. Why? I, I, okay. So yeah. So that he, he, so not a correction it was, it was red. The, the, the idol he played it was, was red, red. Right. Right. It was. Yeah. And, 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 and then Jesse said like, really bro, you know, J- Jesse did not, that was, that was Jesse's idol. Nobody uh, knows still about Janine's mm-hmm. idol. Yes. Sorry, that was Cody's idol. It was Cody's Co- idol. He played Cody's idol. He that still has Cody's idol. idol. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. Um, All right. So stand down people that are wrong on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then uh, on a brand new show we're doing uh, where Josh Wiggler and I are getting back together. Uh, wow. Yes. We're back. We're back Boys together. Back in town. Watching different uh, scripted TV shows over on Post Show Recap. We watched Willow on wow. uh, Disney Plus. Uh, are, are you a Willow guy? Um, I loved, you know, the, the movie. I the original Willow. Stuff. Yeah, well, he's yeah. back. He's Warwick back. Davis. Warwick Davis mm-hmm. is back. Talk, we watched two episodes of Willow. Gave our mm-hmm. thoughts on uh, that and if it needed to come back. Uh, so you can check that out on Post Show Recaps. Then we drop that in the Robinson Podcast main feed, too. Mm-hmm. Okay? Check that nice. out. All right. And then... Any songs? Are there any songs in Willow? Yeah. No, from you guys. Oh, no. Uh, that no, no Yeah. yeah. Josh, Josh will, like, uh, come up with a song parody here or there. Uh, and then on Thursday, join me for the Patreon Happy Hour. I'll be on Discord and in the Robinson Podcast Facebook group at 4 p.m. Eastern, taking your calls. And this is a weekly show that I'm doing. Try to keep it to like one hour uh, just because uh, we have a lot of other stuff going on on Thursday. And then also that people uh, I am finding uh, if they want to listen to it, maybe uh, don't do a five hour patron show and expect anybody to listen to it. So uh, <laughs> this is, of uh, you know, going to be a, l- a little tighter and uh, more of an opportunity for people to check out what we're doing on the patron happy hour live on Thursday at 4 PM Eastern, of course. And you can get access to that when you go to Rob website.com slash patron for everything we have going on in our patron podcast feed our patron community on facebook steven and our discord as well so check that out the greatest reality tv fan community in the world robinswebsite.com slash patron and make sure you subscribe to rob's podcast robinswebsite.com slash subscribe all right steven what's coming up for you these days you know, nothing. Just just working away. You know, got Christmas. Mm-hmm. We got our tree come, going up. You know, we got uh, our menorah on the mantle. You know, we're ready for all the holidays. It's a lot, lot of presents. Margo's very excited about, you know, presents and, and obviously the Christmas spirit and the Hanukkah spirit mm-hmm. of uh, lights. Mm-hmm. Lights. Um, it's a festival of lights. So there you go. 
Yeah. yeah. Eight, eight crazy nights, I hear. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Stephen, this was such a treat to get to talk with you on such a fun night of oh, I know. Survivor. Looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. Truly. The next Wednesday night. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. We're going to know all these things we've been speculating about. We'll know. What will we do then? What will we talk about? The presents are under the tree and the menorah and we'll open them up on uh, Wednesday night and see if we got socks or uh, something we actually want coming up on Wednesday. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Plus my exit interview with Cody, uh, Jamal and feedback show with Mike Bloom plus Survivor Academy this weekend. So a jam packed couple of days talking about a very exciting final week of the survivor season take care everybody have a good one bye Bye. hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.